serious we are. Like this is yeah. about. I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. I should, I think well, I'm just lost that's it. our whole plan, Scott. Okay, we just brought you in so you could diagnose all of us. Oh, <laughs> Let me go get my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Not the notebook. <laughs> what are you writing? Why are you writing? He's going to grab my. Writing a book. <laughs> this might be one of the chapters. Ah. Oh, oh gosh. We made a chapter in Scott's no, I'm life. Not writing a book. Yeah. My wife has told me to. It'd be for a good years, book. But that would be cool. I'd love to. It's just. It's getting started. Yeah. Are you going to do the whole work. thing where you like sit in your office and you tell someone else to write the things that you're thinking? Well, I found someone that does that. Okay. It's like a ghostwriter. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of the name of the company, but you pay them and you just record like audible of your story mm-hmm. or whatever you're telling. Then they take it, put it in written form, change, make sure the grammar looks right, make some changes. It goes back to you. You request changes, it goes back to them. Yeah, you pay them to do it. That's a lot of the work. Oh, yeah. So you just kind of talk, and then they put it in written form. That's kind of cool. Of course, they get a lot of the money, too. Well, makes sense. I'm sure. They did most of the work. That's only, yeah. They didn't live the life, though. What I want to do is not even record it, just talk to them, and then they do everything. Right. Just they just follow you around everywhere. You're like, idea. Hey, Scott. Yeah. uh, So on your little microphone bar, there's this little knob. Can you loosen it and tilt the microphone towards you? Yeah. There we go. Higher. Hey, you just pull a little closer uh, to you. Back towards your chest. Yeah, probably right in there. That's that good. Better? That's better. Oh, well, let's see. Is let's, that okay, let's hear. David? I think that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Is it Hello? my standards? Does that work? <laughs> I think so. Then, you think so? I, well, I, I need to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Does, does that work? Oh, yes. Is this Hello, what you're David, looking David for? Baker, does that work? <laughs> Switch to Scott real quick. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, I just got to we, we just had a little wiggle. Is David the only one that brought his siblings in? Uh, so far. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about it. Oh, sibling cast. I oh. like it. Hey, we, you, you live with your sister now, so we can. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't done anything oh, with your, your sister and your brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that would be a great podcast. I like it. My brother's. Because how old is your brother? Uh, eight. Oh, okay. Give or take. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. How old, how old are your kids? <laughs> Six and eight and seven <laughs> weeks. So your brother's the same age as his daughter? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. That's <laughs> they, really weird. They can be friends. <laughs> Do a friendship podcast. Eventually we could be family. <laughs> <laughs> it already feels like it. So that w- so if you're a family, Tristan would be your daughter's brother-in-law? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Does that make me your uncle-in-law? You're, you have authority over him, though. I know that. <laughs> that's all I care about. All right, we're getting your head in the shot a lot. I'm just saying. I don't know what we're going to do about Let's that. Sit you down a little Wiggle bit. in, buddy. Come on over. Hi. <laughs> it's Whenever you turn to look at Tristan, because you like go this way and you turn, <laughs> just like, I have eye contact with you. I'm sorry, okay? I'm an animated person. I know deal with it every day and you deal with it because you <laughs> love me yeah love 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 love, love. i need you to drink your water much quieter Scott. yes i will <laughs> <laughs> i will work hard on that i'll make Thank sure you. i gulp yeah <laughs> big gulp did you see the episode where i ate on camera in the mic he was trying to tell us a real serious story, and I had this bar, and I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you started unwrapping it into <laughs> the microphone. That's how just respectful we are. Me. We bring guests yeah. on and tell them, ask them if they watch. <laughs> I'm, I'm planning. 
Quit. <laughs> that's, the surpri- that's the surprise <laughs> ending of this whole podcast. He's like, yeah. Cole, you're a narcissist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is an intervention. And I get kicked <laughs> out. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> intervention <laughs> podcast. Ooh. That would be yeah. amazing. <laughs> I've got some names of people we can bring in. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> to do the intervention, not... Oh, okay. To receive it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you probably have both. <laughs> be, Some professional interventionists. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that's a pretty great opening. <laughs> Play us in. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Fix it in post. <laughs> I can't hear it. I can't hear it either. Is that why? It's flashing. Oh! Ah! Why was it already flashing? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> It's music. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, sorry in advance. Sorry for your big forehead the, in front of his shots. Yeah. It's the child cast. Am I still doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You like you really leaned over there for a second. I think you're <laughs> yeah. checking your shoes out. Sorry. <laughs> I'm wearing my Ugg slippers. I got some cozy feet right now. There you go. You got Uggs on all the yeah. things, don't you? I do. This yeah. is a uh, slipper-friendly studio. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> I got some slippers for Christmas and they're awesome. Yeah? You wear them at the office? No, I wear them at home. Okay. I never really was a slipper wearer, but now I am. Okay. So like... I can't think of Glaroops or something like that. Oh. Are they like slip-on or do you have a little heel? They're slip-on with a little bit of a heel. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever gotten like wear... Let me go measure that heel size. I'll let you know. Okay, yeah. The heel holder. I don't know what you call that part of the shoe. Have you ever gotten to wear like pajamas or slippers like up on stage on a first sermon? Like a really cozy sermon? No. Uh, Why think, would I do that? I think we should oh, allow that. Nice. It sounds like, you know, it's cozy Sunday. Everybody can wear pajamas. That's a great idea, David. It's like, ca- it's like casual Friday, right? It'll be well yeah. received. I don't yeah. see any problems with it. Oh, well, hey, what's up, guys? Speaking of casual, yeah. how about a casual segue into the show? It's a Triflix cast. It's a, it's a creative media studio based out of the best town in all of the world, Columbus, Indiana, with the, the best creative media studio. That's us. Triflix LLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing a podcast because uh, we we like to we like to interview creative entrepreneurial inter all the creative people in the area or the people that just want to make a difference in the local community whoever and we want whoever we want <laughs> yeah because we can because we can who's on today uh, just a just a special guest we got um, we'll, we'll introduce him in a second <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, but first I thought that was a great intro host, my bad our, David me Baker. I am the host David Baker. <laughs> And then we got... It's like the tech. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great this, intro. This guy. And then we got Cole Inkney. Hi. And we I'm got... I'm producer. And then I'm just, I'm just happy to be here, man. Happy to be here. Uh, and today, our, our guest is the wonderful, amazing, uh, help me get my life together, Scott Hundley. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I, still th- I still think there's some fixing left to do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's to, it's yeah, together. Sure. It's just not in the right order yet. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for having me today. Of course. Thanks yeah. for coming. It's yeah. been a long time coming. When you said yes, I was like, okay, we guys, we got it. Okay. We, it was a long trek, a whole block and a half down here. I know. Yeah. Right? I hate to do that to you. Yeah. Where's that from? Where, where'd you come from? What do you mean? My office, community downtown, oh. 522 7th Street. Ah, there you go. Very tight. Yeah. What so, is it? What, what's uh, what's your official des- designation or 
your position name or what you are? Because um, I know there's more to it. So director of community on town and also which would be director of counseling and services through community on town. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's a little offshoot of uh, CCC. That's a place that David and I like to uh, attend. And what's CCC? Oh, what does that stand for? Oh, gosh, there's so many so, acronyms. I know, um, right? CDT, Community Downtown, is a, a, a little... Community Church of Columbus. Community Church of Columbus. I was going to Many people it call it Columbus Community Church or Columbus Christian Church, but <laughs> it's Community Church of Columbus. Yeah. Yes. So technically, that makes you a pastor? I'm not a pastor. Oh. Not officially a pastor. Ah. Huh. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I didn't so that's a good, not an official thing. Yeah, there's certain steps you go through to be a pastor, but I decided not to take that path because okay. I'm okay. A, a mental health therapist, and okay. that's where I feel like is really my hmm. designation of what I do. And so, yeah, we are part of Community Church Columbus. We're all staff members of right. It. Mm-hmm. It's just like a piece of the church is placed downtown. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. how long have you been a part of that? Or well, I was hired in 2004. Uh, by the church, and it, they, they approached me about um, basically taking on uh, small groups mm-hmm. and do some counseling, and which <laughs> which really kind of grew very very fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the counseling grew very fast, and so um, that became the priority. And then three or four years ago, kind of took off the whole small group community piece because at that time it was called counseling and community. Mm-hmm and pass that on to a small groups pastor. And so my focus was more than the counseling and then support groups and recovery and all that. And so this was all still at CCC, the main building? Well, no, at the main building, we were there a couple years. Mm. And then where we're at now, it was offered to us to, someone bought the building then leased it to us for a dollar a month. And so- That's insane. That's very nice. Yeah, it's $12 a year. I think we forgot to pay a couple times. No, I'm just, just kidding. But um, so yeah, it's been it's been great. So I was still managing small groups while I was down there up until about four years ago. Do you ever wear slippers in the office? Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I don't. Do you want a pair? I do. I'm probably going to get a pair so, just to wear in the office. So it's because yeah. you just don't have any office slippers. If you had them, you would yeah. wear them. Okay. Yeah. We'll get you some idea. Uggs. It'll change your life. Okay. They changed my life. Yeah. I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear that, Cole. <laughs> this is actually the slipper podcast. It's, we got them. I should have brought mine. Yeah. yeah. I'll do we should bring your slippers. We'll start putting that on the uh, information that we send out to the upcoming guests. Shoe like, size. Shoe size. To see if they do that. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> oh, Although dude. the funny thing is, like, no one can see. We could all just yeah. be saying we have slippers on, but we don't. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, there's, I'm not, yeah, not going to go there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's alleys. I was trying to decide, do I want? No. No, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. So <laughs> nothing on the table. you are not a pastor, technically speaking. Then. Not technically speaking. So what, I serve in a lot of pastoral role. Yeah. Mm. Right. Uh, what, uh, what drew you towards that? psychology uh counseling mindset is there something that like one instance or has that been just kind of you fell into it because that's what you went to school for correct eventually eventually at where at uh at milligan university in tennessee correct how did you know that (laughs) (laughs) lucky guess so okay so i went to i went to college milligan in tennessee and uh, I got my degree actually in administration with a minor in social work. Mm-hmm. And so right out of college, 
it's kind of crazy to think that I was 22 and I was hired as a case manager for Department of Child Services. So I was investigating abuse and neglect, had no clue what I was getting into. But wow. That was my first job and did that for a few years, just learned a lot about mm-hmm. that whole world. And then I was became a probation officer and I worked as a probation officer probably 11 or 12 years here in Bartholomew County. And then you got a speeding ticket? <laughs> I got, well, I got a lot of speeding tickets in my life. Yes, Tris, what'd you find in your searching? <laughs> you uh, actually did a record check or something? Uh, we, we can. It's, we, we like to run background checks on our guests. We got to make sure that we don't get canceled someday. Yeah, so it was, it, was, it was kind of a... <laughs> okay. And you have me still come? Yeah, it was actually, I don't know if you recall, it was actually, um, it was a sermon that you, yes. you shared uh, a story, but. I was, so while I was at probation, there's many times I got pulled over, but <laughs> probation and police know each other. So usually just like, hey, just slow down. And I knew we had something in common. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Speeding or probation? Speeding. <laughs> Speeding, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Maybe you need to start doing background checks on the podcast yeah. you go on. So while I was at probation, I, you know, we would refer a lot of people to therapy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I could do that, you know, and it might be a, a, just a different way to really help people. I love being a probation officer, though. Mm-hmm. So Got then it. I went to school and then just, just a couple weeks after I graduated with my master's degree, then I was hired as the director of a residential uh, treatment center for girls and then went from there to the position at the church. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So I, I, I was in my 30s when I went back to grad school. Yeah. Did you have connections oh. at the at the church? That's what drew you there, or was it just... I started... At, our family started attending there in 2000. Okay. So I was hired four years later. Okay. Okay. I, I, they, I, appro- they approached me. There wasn't really an opening. They approached me about the position, and I said... Oh. Yeah. So it took me a while to, to decide, because I really loved what I was doing already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are, what are some of the, like similarities overlappers that completely different um, between the probation officer and then switching over to this counseling and uh, I don't know I don't know if it's more voluntary but I don't know what it, what is that like it's what different. is the difference so probation officer basically the role is people are arrested they're in trouble with the law they're ordered by the court basically stay out of trouble and after your probationary time whether it be one year or six years or whatever you've done then you're closed and you're not under supervision anymore. So the probation officer makes sure they are compliant with what was ordered, mm-hmm. such as restitution or no contact orders or whatever. But also, uh, sometimes therapy is ordered. Okay. And so most people going to counseling on probation are court-ordered. Okay. And I think sometimes that works well. It Actually, people just need a push. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't. They're just checking it off. Now, the model with probation now, I understand, is not so much they don't court order people to counsel anymore. They offer it. Um, so moving from that into what I do now, <clears throat> very few court orders. Uh, we do see people that maybe are court ordered because probation will refer people to us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but it's mostly voluntary. Yeah, that's why I was curious how much Which that alone that overlaps. is a huge plus because people are already starting with some kind of investment. Now, they might be trying to appease their wife or their parent or their Mm. employer, Mm -hmm. but usually there's more buy-in up front. So that makes makes it 
really helpful that to pour in motivation into them is not as hard because they already have mo- have some motivation because they made that first contact. Right. right? Yeah. That's Less of a, you must be here to mm-hmm. be able to enter real life again. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Gosh, I'm so. sure that you have some stories. From probation? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It was a great it was a great job. So the first part of probation, I supervised adults and juveniles. Okay. Everything from shoplifting to sex offenders and whatever, wow. and whatever those conditions were. Shoplifting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like, then, you and, then, and like the last f- probably four years, everybody needed to specialize, either adult or juvenile. So I, okay. I specialized in juvenile, working with families. Okay. Which include placing kids in placement sometimes and that type of thing yeah. so that sounds tough yeah chasing kids <laughs> around I remember one time we had a family that the kids there's like three or four kids and they were probably elementary junior high mm-hmm. and they were just not going to school not sure at school it's just truancy right but continued continued so I did a home visit the kid none of the kids were in school did a home visit with a caseworker and the mom answered the door and we're like are the kids here no they're not here are you sure they're not here? Because none of them are in school today. No, they're not here. Well, can we come in? And we came in, and we're in the hallway as you go in, and this foot falls through the ceiling where they were up hiding in, like, the ceiling attic area, and this kid's foot falls down. Yeah. So it's like, hmm, somebody's not telling the truth. And so those four may, kids were up there hiding from us. She may have genuinely not <laughs> known they were up there. Yeah, no, she knew. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the benefit she, of yeah, the she top. probably did. I didn't know they were there. You know. Oh, yeah. oh kids. <laughs> What's wow. that? Had a kid one time in placement that we placed him somewhere in another state, and he was like a seventh grader, mm-hmm. but he tried to run away, and he ended up near. It was like a, you know, where a company has. Uh, like a lake next to it because of all the construction. You know, yeah. I don't know what mm-hmm. you call that. It's like a retention pond or retention something. Retention yeah. pond. Wow. Like, but it had like this little island in the middle. Somehow this kid got on this boat thing and went to this little island. And they're all trying to get him to come off of it. So they're they're taking these other boats to get to him. And he's throwing all these rocks at him. And oh, my <laughs> God. So wow. they're calling us from Pennsylvania. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. You know, just I'm not driving over there to talk him off the island. You know? I was going to say, like, they're like, hey, your kid's on an island. <laughs> say what? Oh, yeah. They were calling there's you always, from Pennsylvania? There's always stories. Hmm? They were calling you from Pennsylvania? Oh, yeah. What was the, the, the region of your, like, where you serve? It was a kid from here. Oh. There was a program there that he was court-ordered to go to. Oh, gotcha. I understand. Like a boarding school yeah. type of situation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like, we need to get Scott. <laughs> this yeah. is the guy oh, who knows. No. Yeah, All the way from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have any of you guys ever oh. ran away from home? No. <laughs> no, I, I, no. No, as a kid, maybe like think about it, but you never do it. No. <laughs> like, oh, maybe. I didn't even sneak out. Dude, no. I, I remember just running off into the woods, <laughs> and then, like, after two hours, I got hungry. <laughs> Did you really? That sounds about yeah. right. That's illegal. <laughs> is it? It's illegal to run away from home. Uh, <laughs> to I leave your parents home without that. permission is actually illegal. It's illegal. Huh. Wow. So, what, what, do, what's do, the consequence? I was going to say, do they just return you, or like, no, is there more so, to it? Juvie. Well, I don't know what the law is now, but if it continues to happen, you can parents can file. Uh, a, it's not a missing persons, but it's a leaving home mm-hmm. type of uh-huh. complaint with the police department or the sheriff's department. And then after a period of time, then they can go look for them and they can be charged. <laughs> the, can you imagine the, the like, child? You will can be, be charged? charged with a runaway. Yeah. Oh. Dang. You can join the circus, man. Join the circus. Run. run. 
<laughs> yeah, no, one I, count of being a clown. I, <laughs> I I didn't make it very far in the woods. I just I just ran out, ran into the You're woods. You're a criminal. Apparently, yeah. Who would who would know? I'm going to get canceled yeah. for running away <laughs> at the age yeah. of eight. I learned lots of things there. Like, it's mm. you know, it's against the law to be incorrigible to your parents. I don't even know what incorrigible means. That's so I probably word. broke that law already. What is it? <laughs> Uh, basically, it's um, disobeying your parents' reasonable and lawful commands. Ah, gotcha. Wow. What, could like, you, what are go some... to bed? <laughs> uh, just, like, I don't know, like don't tearing up the house, oh, not doing wow. what they ask you to do, cussing them out all the time. Dang. Really? Um, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, these out also? Of control, basically, an out-of-control team. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they do that much anymore. So as a... It doesn't have a lot of teeth behind it. Yeah, I never got charged. <laughs> <laughs> You're too wild. Yeah, right. So, um, in your professional opinion, what oh, uh, if you if you have a kid doing those things? Is it like what what what's the core issue? What what, what would I do? Like, it, do I should I call the police since it's illegal, or like what what do I do? <laughs> I, I don't have kids. Clearly, I don't okay, know. Obviously, most kids, <laughs> from my experience back then, if they would were running away from home, there were other issues going on in the home. Okay, there's a reason. So we would. The reason we would intervene intervene would be to kind of see what's going on, how we can help them. Mm-hmm. Uh, incorrigible mm. kids. There might be drugs. Mm. There might be other issues. So, hmm. yeah. I don't I don't live in that world anymore. I've been where I'm at for yeah. 18 years, so yeah. that's a long time. Well, it makes sense those laws exist, but they also sound like the things that my parents would say like to scare me into like, not disobeying. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's uh, like the... it's against the law. <laughs> Did they say that? Uh, I mean, my dad jokingly like told me it's illegal like to turn on the lights in the car. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, my mom did too. Incorrigible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so technically, it was illegal because you weren't listening to what they asked of you. Yeah. Well, my response was like, if it's illegal, why did they put the lights in the car? <laughs> that. Okay. So here's another definition. Do you want to hear it? Yes. So yes. battery legally is. <laughs> Sorry. Are you touching, laughing at battery? Touch, no. Touching someone in a rude or insolent manner. So, but spitting is battery, right? It's, like to, it's considered battery. Huh. Let <laughs> hmm. me file some charges. Spitting <laughs> is battery. <laughs> battery. <laughs> Was that unwanted? Well, he just put his hand on your oh, shoulder. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. he really That's doesn't battery. like this. Uh, I don't know if I caught it on video. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is right here. No, he did it again. The, repeat. This, like, this is worse than this, right? Four or five yeah. counts of battery. <laughs> Maybe we the, should the make legs fun of really bad. <laughs> no, I, I don't think we should make fun of him. It's yes. Okay. No, no, yeah. no. I think I think Tristan should go to jail though. Yeah. It is it is interesting <laughs> to think that there is like a level of it, you know, that it's kind of yes, like that, you know. Like that's 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 right. <laughs> Come on, yeah. which I know there's so much of that you know that goes mm. on. That's like oh, this is what's happening, and I'm sure you guys got called on stuff that was you were like, okay, look, this is not a, a real issue, right? <clears throat> yeah, right. Like, well, and cops wouldn't necessarily charge them either, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I guess you probably didn't get involved until probably after all that process, right? Right. Yeah. So by that point, like on down the road, an issue has been you know, discovered and has been proven and then right. you're trying to absolutely fix or alleviate or avoid or avoid. <laughs> no. There we go. I was trying to think of all the words and I'm like, help me out. It's gone. <laughs> so you yeah. did all of that. You got mm-hmm. some stories from it mm-hmm. and now you're doing what you do now. So in that contrast, um, I don't know, give me some examples of, of, of why you like doing this more. 
Well, I like the variety of what I do. Okay. Um, personally, so my role specifically, I provide counseling, whether it be marriage or individual, uh, mostly with men, and um, then also coordinate and direct and supervise a whole team of counselors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything from budget coaches that really is more financial helping people figure out their budgets okay. or recovery, people kind of recovering from addiction, like drugs or alcohol. We have, we have teams of people that do that. We've got probably 30 uh, between paid counselors and volunteer counselors and coaches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So I've been wanting to ask you this question. Um, sure. Obviously, uh, I mean, for us, it's obvious, but, um, you know, your association with the church, so your faith plays a role in your counseling. So, yes. yes, you know, how does that, you know, how do you think that that makes a difference on, you know, when you do your counseling as opposed to somebody else that does counseling, mm-hmm. but it's not faith-based? Mm-hmm. So I like to uh, <clears throat> use the terms that what we do as far as counseling is a clinically effective, but biblically sound. Okay. So some people feel like if you look at that as a continuum, you have, you know, everything's clinical uh, and there's no... Uh, involvement of faith or belief system. Okay. It's just taking a scientific, clinical, medical model. And then on the other extreme, you have some uh, biblical counselors that, in my opinion, may mean well, but they don't take anything into um, context of what we know about the brain, what we know about the body, what we know about from history, and mm-hmm. uh, how clinically you can you can make changes for people or help people come to a change. So we think it's a good way to, to meld the boat, meld both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even we've just been doing a three month uh, study of our clientele of the paid counselors and our, and our interns. And so uh, the first month we found out that 53% of the people that we counsel are unchurched. Okay. So they're not from CCC where they don't have a church or they're not Christian. Uh, we don't have that completely uh, figured out. So a large majority of the counseling we do are with people that are not Christian. Okay. And if you only have a biblical model, you can't counsel people. They Well, biblical counselors will say that. We can't counsel mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Whereas we feel we'll, wherever people are at, we'll work with them mm-hmm. on whatever they feel they need to work on. And it's up to them how much we can bring in faith. Okay, gotcha. So it's about blending the two to right. a certain degree. But right. Then... But they do okay. know we're a an agency through the church. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that we're Christian counselors. All of our paid staff are either board certified or licensed. So. Okay. And <laughs> you said like probably the very large majority of people that come to you are they are coming under their own volition. Right. So they know this information coming into it and. Right. Are okay with it <laughs> yes yeah okay well and also we don't charge right it's donation so it's it's we're all staff members paid by the church so that is a pull with a lot of people requesting service that they don't have insurance or they don't have the finances um, so we refer out probably 40% of the people that make a request because maybe they're with another church or they have resources and we just don't have availability okay okay so so you guys are pretty busy? Yes. <laughs> we're all, like as far as the paid staff, we're yeah. always at capacity. Okay. Waiting for wow. spots to open up. Wow. 
So what would uh, if if there was like one thing that you could receive right now that would allow you to to move CDT in the direction you want? What would that be? What is it that's like holding you back, or do you feel like you're where you need to be, and there's no changes to to push? Um, you mean like if I had a magic wand? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Is that like yeah. is that like Wait, uh, more man. volunteers? Is that uh, a different magic building? Wand. What? Magic wand would be if we had finances to hire more paid counselors mm. to help meet the need. Yeah. But that's, that's a big ask. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> most agencies that bill insurance and um, have a fee for service, mm-hmm. et cetera, then they can continue to grow because that, that income stream is coming. Right. Know? But we're, we're good where we're at. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's, it's a great career. I love what I do. Um, I love equipping other people to do it. Um, and just, yeah. I, I remember years ago before I actually was doing counseling, I remember sitting and sketching on notebooks, like if I was designing my own counseling center, what the layout would be, you know, and just dreaming of all that. And then That's we, awesome. were, we were given this building. It was like perfect because it used to be a counseling center mm-hmm. and, you know, exposed brick and just beautiful setting and you guys have been there oh yeah and so then to just redo some of it the way we wanted was was awesome we're, we're kind of growing bigger than the building yeah um but we love it there we don't want to move so that's we're not tough. sure we're not sure what it yeah. looks like in the future so, uh, so culturally speaking that um that split between like the the biblical teaching or biblical mindset of counseling and like the more I don't want to say scientific, but more, Clinical. I think more practical approach. Um, that I think has maybe been kind of a split, like in the church or just in general of like of how whether or not it's accepted or not, and whether people are open to that type of counseling. But has that? I think it's kind of changed and like kind of shifted to be more accepted and allowed because I think I've heard from at least like seminars or whatnot that. Um, that this is slowly becoming more, especially for me, like understanding that, hey, like understanding the mind and how our brains work and everything is really important to just uh, the problem solving aspect of it, of all that. Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying biblical counseling doesn't have value. No, no, sure no. Sure to no. be yeah. saying that. Yes. But I think if you really want to help people, you need to have a good full understanding of the different tools and how to help people where they're at and move yeah. forward. Well, yeah, and it kind of gives you an extra set of tools, right? Exactly. You're yeah. building upon the base set that has been there for probably a long time and then right. growing upon yeah. that. It's like saying that only right. nails are the useful fasteners, but like right. you're saying that screws are no longer or whatever. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. 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 It's like, no, there's a time and place for all of those things. Yeah. We got yeah. cars. Who needs horses for anything yeah. ever again? <laughs> no more horses. Get rid of them. Yeah. Well, with, when we talked about, you know, the magic wand, what would it look like? Mm-hmm. So we also contract with 15 other churches locally to provide counseling. Mm. Okay. And so our staff, which is Dana, Brittany, and I, we don't provide any of that, and our interns don't provide it. So we contract with, I think, nine counselors locally mm-hmm. that are also Christians, that we pair them up with the different referrals that come from those churches. Okay, okay. And so we run probably at any time 40, 45 clients 
through those mm-hmm. churches. Okay. And that grew very fast because a lot of these ministers or church leaders, like, we're not equipped to do this. They're coming to my office. They're asking for this. I can't give them the time, and I don't have the tools. And mm-hmm. so it works really well. You know, the churches pay for it. Mm-hmm. They can pay the church back if they want, the client. But that's been a huge growth area for us the last three years. So we run probably total clientele, counting our recovery clients and our budget clients that are getting budget coaching, probably around 145, 150 people Mm. receiving counseling services. Wow. Do you find that you guys end up referring stuff out specifically because you have a location? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you work within your, your branch off of the church, but you have a place for people to come to. It's like more you know what I mean? It's like designated. more specific. Yeah, it's more designated. So it's more designated um, because the first two years I was at the church. My office was at the church, and yep. then we contracted mm-hmm. with someone to work part time to do it there, using a room there. And it it uh, confidentiality wasn't good. I mean, yep. it was we protected it, but it's there's a sense. It's more difficult you know, to maintain. Well, and we were growing, and well, we needed tough. more space. Somebody walks through the door that you know from like the congregation, and they walk right. in the counseling room, and you know. Why are you here? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what someone said. Okay. I get that. I get that. Yeah. So. I did some counseling at church, and you're like, anybody here I know? Nope. <laughs> Wear glasses and a hat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm here. What are you here for? Counseling. <laughs> Disney superhero disguise, just shades and a, and a hat, and you just ball cap down, right. waddling yeah. through the church. So this June will be 18 years that I've been doing it, and I've seen a huge switch just in those 18 years that um, – the stigma mm. of I was going to ask this question has just lessened and lessened and it's there's not Good. much of a stigma people are more yeah. likely to just say yeah, that's what I do um, okay. we normalize it more that it's actually a smart move it's a good mm-hmm. move uh, working with couples before they get married or before they even get engaged yeah as just being a smart thing to do mm-hmm. um, so I saw your post the other day I liked it because you were like what about pre-engagement counseling? And I was yeah. like, I was actually do more of that nice. than premarital now. That's awesome. Because I just when I when they start talking about they're possibly going to get engaged, I said, let's talk. Let's talk about that before you get the ring on the finger because, yeah. So yeah, no, I I've, just seen, no, I've awesome. just seen situations where it's like, did you not talk about that before you got married? Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Right. Or they see red flags while they're engaged and the wedding's in six weeks and they're not going to bring it up. Mm. You know. Yep. That's scary. <laughs> that happened one time. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Broke up about six weeks before the wedding. and this, this, yeah. yeah. Better before than after. Yeah. I said that. But it, <laughs> they didn't like it. I mean, it's true. Yeah. I mean, you won't get your deposits back, but you're not throwing out. You get your life back. I was yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, it's, a, know, it's, yeah. it's a big, serious decision. And before yes. you make yes. it past the signing yep. of that piece of paper and joining mm. in front of God right. and everybody else. Right. You know? <laughs> so the stigma seems to have just been lessened. Um, the availability seems to be more for people. Um, people used to never be able to find someone. Now it's like finding someone that has availability. Right. Wow. And so anybody out there that is looking for a career change or is a college student that wants to change their major or a high school senior, I tell them go into mental health counseling because there's such a need and there's job security. And if you really want to do something that feels like you can help people, consider it. You talked my wife into it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to be a lawyer. I think she still does to a degree, but um, like, I I mean, you kind of briefly touched on it with like uh, 
uh, was the probation side where it's not it's court appointed, so people aren't necessarily taking that first step voluntarily. And some people sure. that's helpful, but also the court system, it's like because uh, things are getting pushed by either a jury or by a judge or however that decision's made. Um, mm. You may know what justice is, but it may not always occur. So that can be really disheartening to a lot of people that go into law. And then um, sure. uh, since, you know, meeting you and having conversations with you and some of the other counselors, uh, she realized that maybe that you can help people in, in a similar way of like completely changing someone's life, similar to how court works, except it's all up to that individual person. And in most cases, and up to that individual person and what they're what their uh, forecast is going to be, right? Mm -hmm. So, Mm. yeah, no, it's been... It's their choice. It's been super helpful for us uh, trying to... Is she considering it? Yeah, yeah. uh, She she reached out to you, but, you know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She she would like to to come help at CDT. So there's... um, He's like, hold on, I'm going to bring you on the podcast and put you on the spot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't (laughs) replied. No, no, no. No, no, she she reached out to CDT. I just think of Scott as kind of the face of it at this point. She sent the email last night, Scott. Yeah. (laughs) I BCC'd it to me, so... (laughs) Just for accountability. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think um, it's it's really cool whenever people uh, interested in helping people can find ways to do it, even if it's not uh, exactly what they had idealized, because um, there's so many other avenues in the world that uh, that you can make an impact, whether that's... Right. I went to a conference a few years ago, and they talked about each decade had certain areas that where they saw growth, mm-hmm. not just economy, mm-hmm. but in society. So, you know, back in the 80s was the big corporate business. But this decade we're in now, they said mental health is one of the top three that's mm-hmm. going to just continue to grow yeah, uh, ec- uh, economically, but also just the need Yeah, thanks. because of people needing it. And even like when COVID going on, anxiety just went way up. Yeah. That's what I was going to make yeah. a joke about. Stress like... and marriages and parenting little kids mm. that they can't ever get out of their apartment. I mean, it was highly stressful. Yeah. Well, that was going to ask you the question mm-hmm. because I've seen as well that there's less of a negative connotation towards counseling. And as you kind of seen that grow, um, also, I think you see a lot of like people really needing mental health help. Um, and you're seeing that rise. Like you said, that's going to be like the thing this decade. I can totally see it. Uh, what are your thoughts on all of that? Like, I know you kind of talked about COVID being part of what started some of that, which totally get. Um, but like, as we're seeing a rise in needing professionals in that area, like, what do you think are some of the things that are pushing that industry? Because obviously, people are thinking now that this is something that's needed. Um, not saying it's not, but I'm just saying like it's become more front of mind. You see a lot of stuff on social media. People are talking about mental mm, health. Right. People are more willing to talk about it more. Um, I've seen. Uh, business owners provide it as an opportunity for their employees that they can seek out counseling they'll cover it or they don't make them take uh, time off to go to counseling it can be because they see it as being productive for their company Mm -hmm. and so a lot of businesses are adding that not just as an insurance benefit but just maybe contracting with someone to provide that for them okay and um, anxiety just continues to go up up mm. and up and I think a lot of people have anxiety or did have anxiety but they never were able to label it 
Okay. Yeah. People would just always say, oh, you worry too much, or you're too easily stressed, or you're too sensitive. And being able to add a somewhat of a label to what they are struggling with helps them like, okay, now I know what I'm going to work on and what I'm going to address. And so I, I like to be a solution-focused counselor, brief solution-focused, which is short-term, and let's talk about what specific changes to make to provide solutions to what's going on in your life. And that's what mm. people need, in addition to being heard. Right. But um, I mean, do you think that people are labeling and going a little too over the top? Or do you think it's just now being uh, more s- conscious? Self-diagnosing. Uh, a lot of people are self-diagnosing. There's a lot. And, and, they're, and, and you can Google anything. Mm-hmm. And well, you, can, yes. <laughs> you can grab a book of diagnosis, uh, like a DSM, and self-diagnose, which isn't the best thing to do. But mm. it, maybe it's a good starting point yeah. to like, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. Now I need to get some help. Mm-hmm. Just the yeah. fact that people are even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. is a positive yeah. is yeah. what I'm gathering yes but people also have different ideas about it so for sure an example uh, a bipolar diagnosis mm-hmm. it's a diagnosis it's not your identity but people you know say phrases like oh you're so bipolar quit being so bipolar or you know it's it's just like <laughs> just, so, just stop you know it, <laughs> it's it's just not right yeah you know to just throw these labels around and really yeah. t- attacking that to mm. their identity when really it's a diagnosis like anything else mm-hmm. when it comes to mental health. Okay. And so mm. I think people are too flippant sometimes. Do you think social okay. media has a big tie-in with that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. What are your thoughts on social yeah. media? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a big question. Come on, Scott. What do you think? <laughs> well, okay. So hold on. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, Personally, we can, or we can we can <laughs> break it up. Yeah. You know, just all out, a hundred percent. So like. And, and tell me if this is too broad, but, you know, the effects on mental health from social media. Is that less broad? <laughs> it's broad, but I can try to tackle it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so an example, adolescent yep. girls, uh, social media plus adolescent girls mm-hmm. is usually a mess. I mean, yeah. it's the comparison trap. Um, most people post their most beautiful pictures and the happiest times and filters mm. uh, on Facebook. And then an adolescent girl, I'm just using them as an example. I raise girls. You've got girls. Yes. But, no, this is know, something to think about. <laughs> somebody posts something on social media where a bunch of girls got together and went to a movie. And then they see that and they think, oh, I wasn't invited. Mm-hmm. Mm. And not, not only is this the comparison trap, but you're privy to everybody's social life. Right. And so I can, it can affect your self-image, uh, not feeling wanted. Um, also, you can, you can be really into social media and project something who you're not either. You mm. have a lot of pride and when really you're a jerk. You know, I mean. Yeah, no, it's, it's both just ways. So it's kind of like my Instagram, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess. So, <laughs> it can be a good tool. Social media can be a good tool. Oh, yeah. I, you it, know, I. Enjoy social media. Well, like anything, but, right? There's everything back is... Backpedal, backpedal. No, well, no, no, no. I, mean, <laughs> I think every, everything can be good in moderation. It's a tool. Yeah. Right? 
<laughs> yeah, and it's and it is it's a great marketing tool. I mean, it's something well, that we use a lot. And we can block it. people too. Yeah, you know, I've done that many times. <laughs> Make you feel real good. You're like, I'm gonna block you. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Quit harassing me. Block. I mean, it was designed to it was designed to connect people and right. and help build out networks of whether that's business or friendship related, and then you know it evolved into that in some ways competitive, uh, I'm doing this, you are doing that type of uh, one-upmanship or I, I don't know how, Yeah, depends on who's using it. But again, it's a tool. So I, David and I use it similarly. Yeah. Uh, we, so uh, <laughs> the, the way social media possible. has been engineered now is to be like very sticky and like keep you and draw you in and keep you on the site. The doom and scroll. <laughs> doom yes. scrolling. Have you heard about that term, Scott? What? Doom scrolling. It's where you're just constantly looking through your feed of like all horrible events and that just makes you angry and sad and mm -hmm. you just continue doing it because Facebook is or Twitter or they're just so good at keeping you on the site that you get stuck in this negative loop mm -hmm. about I doom. Can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, David showed me this. Basically, there's certain apps that you can kind of break where like Facebook is the specific yes. example where if you just unfollow everything, you can still be friends with people. You can still uh, be in Facebook groups and stuff. But if you unfollow everything, your Facebook feed will just turn white and it'll yeah. be broken. It it'll will say it'll, a message that something is wrong because oh it gosh. can't find anything to show you because you told can it to you, not can show you Can you unfollow anything. everybody with one click or you have to go no. individually? You have to do it manually. They oh. don't make it easy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. but the, the benefit of that is you can still receive notifications. If someone tries to message you, you can still or get those. Somebody. Yeah, mm -hmm. or check up on somebody. So you yep. still get that intentional social media. If yep. somebody really wanted to get a hold of you or you really want to get a hold of somebody or you post something, you can tag friends, that type of thing. So it's it's more mm -hmm. intentional. Mm -hmm. But the doom scrolling goes back to like the, the principle of, um, of like slot machines where uh, I, I, basically your physical action will cause something to change in front of you, which, you know, triggers some sort of emotional reaction to whatever's popping up. And the uh, the more severe, the more extreme those emotions are, if it's like he was mentioning anger and sadness, mm -hmm. that yeah. that's, gets people motivated to stay on longer. So it's like, it's all engineered to be right. addictive because, I mean, the company has to make money from their ads and yeah. maybe they've gotten <laughs> yeah. too efficient at it. But uh, mm -hmm. that's why Facebook's like, it's broken. I can't show you ads. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, it will shut off ads because yeah. um, they go by like, uh, I don't know, integers of if you have like one or two pieces of content, it'll show you one ad. But if there's no content, it won't uh, populate ads. So you don't get any yeah. ads that way either. So you're just the one off. true free yeah. user. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I I did the a couple of years ago, probably at least five or six now. Yeah. Like probably okay. in the middle of college, I figured out I could do that because I didn't want to just get immediately sucked in. I didn't like using Facebook in the first place, but I wanted to be able to go on and check on it without any compulsive thing being thrown in my face to try to get me sucked in. So, so like, you unfollowed everybody? Yes. Every you single, still have done that? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I have to do it every single time when I add a new friend because it automatically follows them so you can see their stuff. But like if I want to check up on someone, yeah. I'll message them or go to their page. Hmm. But I I reserve it for mainly like 
if I care enough, I'm going to go talk to them. Yeah, it's so. a very small amount of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but David, you're on Twitter. I know that. Uh, I have. I've been on Twitter. You, I noticed that the other day. Look at his face. I was a worried. I, I think you do. I followed you. No, I, I did. <laughs> I, I was. A, the, this is fantastic. Okay, let's share. No, yeah. Oh. No, no, yeah. I'm pulling it up. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> you can pull up my Twitter. Uh, I don't tweet. On it's Twitter. so funny because I don't. Do you, what'd you say? I don't tweet on Twitter. I don't make oh, don't posts do on Twitter. Right. Um, retweet. I, I retweet and I retweet <laughs> memes. I use it as oh just a way to find memes because it's usually very current because Twitter is kind of like all about posting Relevant. relatively new one-off things. And so I reserve it for people that I do not know most of the time or people that like I know that don't post weird hot take things. So I intentionally only follow things that don't make me mad and make me laugh. Yeah. So I just find funny things and I send it to other people, and that's what Twitter is for. It's a funny machine. Uh, a sad confession. Most of yeah. my news source comes from Twitter. <laughs> I don't follow any sort of news <laughs> on Twitter. I, I don't. Uh, I, I can't I, find you. You can't find me? No. He's, he's probably on private. Uh, is, it, is it not? It shouldn't be private. Yeah, we can get my phone. Yeah, no. that's okay. I'm gonna look up Scott and then I'll. No, please don't. <laughs> He'll walk out. Scott, <laughs> Scott was the first person to pop up. Just saying. Dude, oh. you joined in 2009. That's impressive. I have a just a very unrelated from but everything. Not, but <laughs> I deactivated it and just started a new one recently. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, 3,500 tweets. Oh, think, my gosh. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, no. So I wanted to ask you this question. Um, okay. It's completely unrelated from everything except for social media stuff. But um, is there a story behind your username? Because it's the same on Instagram. Scooter guy. Scooter guy. It's just kind of a nickname I've had through the years. Okay. Scooter. Okay. Scooter I was like, guy. And people just... <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I was just there, curious. There are How did you get scooter? Call me scooter? Yeah, why do they call did you? Did you ride a scooter? No. Just no. nickname. It's Scott Twisted. Oh, I guess is the best way to do it. Oh, it's a fun way, a fun play on Scott. I guess. Yeah, Dabdo. Yeah. I'm going to change. That's my it. username. Yeah. Dabdo and Scooter Guy. What's his? Dabdo. D A V D O. Yeah. I'll it's like say David Do. David Do. David Do. Yeah. The old Dave Do. I'm going to find you. There he is. I got that nickname in yep. Boy Scouts. I don't oh, know it's, how it happened. It's the, 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 the yeah. Dave Do. Yeah. <laughs> the Dave Do. The Dave Do. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott. We've totally that's got right. completely off of yeah. it. Well, is no, that's the problem so, with social media. It sucks you in, yeah, right? See, huh? it Wrap it around. Right. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? It's like <laughs> Twitter. Takes the focus off everything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twitter's the one that I refuse to use, though. <laughs> Out of all the ones, I'm like. Well, have you been I, on it before? Yeah. I mean, I've let me yeah. look up my account. I I guarantee I've been a, a user or not no. a user, but you know, you've had an account since the beginning. I've had an account yeah. for a long time, but it's just not. I don't know. There's something something about it. I wasn't a big fan. I felt yeah. like it got really politicized during the last administration, mm -hmm. and I was like, uh, this is a place for you know companies and politicians to yeah. throw things back and forth. It's, and I was like, yeah, I'm out. It's LinkedIn, but faster. I. Social media has taught me how to identify things that are trying to psychologically manip manipulate me or make me mad. Um, and that's why like, I do my best to avoid almost all those features on social media. And I hear a lot of people complain about them, saying it's like the worst place on earth and uh, saying that they just they hate it. Mm -hmm. And it, 
and then like those same people are also just like retweeting or sending messages of all these horrible things <laughs> happening in the world and like you're doing it to yourself like you're willingly engaging in this exactly. thing and but the, the way these websites and social media sites are designed they make it seem like it it's normal and it's happening and like you're not doing anything wrong to engage I with that I have a question for you David yeah do you have a TikTok account where you dance and send out videos I made one, but I never use it. You made the video or you made the account? I made an account. <laughs> I made an account. I have zero videos. Oh. Um, yeah. So, Scott, have, have, have you ever, um, have you ever uh, I don't know, had someone uh, come in for, like, social media addiction or anything like that? Because it's becoming a thing, or at least it's yeah. mentioned it in the news. So it's like, I don't know how much validity it holds, if it's accurate, or if it's something that's, like, maybe it's a regional thing. Yeah. Uh, social media addiction, I think, is a very real thing, and so mm. is gaming addiction. Oh. In fact, in, <laughs> oh, no. uh, wait a minute. So, in <laughs> fact, gaming addiction is actually diagnosable now. There's actually a diagnose, uh, a diagnosis that psychiatrists or therapists can give for someone who has a gaming addiction. Is it wow. so? Is it so much like a, like an escapism? It's type like of... any other addiction, where you could lose common sense mm. and prefer the event. So. Like pornography or alcohol or drugs, gaming. You prefer yeah. you miss work. You it affects your relationships. Uh, it affects finances. Okay. There's a lot of gaming addiction going on. Interesting. And I've talked to a lot of women who are so frustrated because their husbands want to game all the time. <laughs> quiet. It's very it's quiet. Tristan just stares at me with so a worried face. <laughs> <laughs> well, David's not married, so he's not in trouble. <laughs> no. But I'm I am not addicted. So, I can, I <laughs> that would be my wife's first yeah. days without playing video games. Yeah, I, I've gone weeks without it, but yeah. proud uh, of you. Good. All right, yeah, you but got your little medallion. Did you get it? Yeah. Two weeks. What's that? Hey, Did you get a token that you made, oh. made it thirty days. Yeah. Oh, dude. That, <laughs> what am I thinking? Okay, that's another thing. Uh, I just my hot take. I really don't like bars that take those tokens for a free drink. That's so messed up, in my opinion. So, like, wait, what? If you if Does you this complete, exist? I've yeah, never no, even heard of like it. the AA tokens. What? So like, never heard of this. Whenever you, if whenever you complete like some sort of sobriety course or something like where you you had an addiction to alcohol, you get a token at the end. Some bars will take that token in exchange for a free glass or beer. Did you see this on Facebook? No. (laughs) Did you see on Facebook or Twitter? Uh, Is this a thing to make you mad? No, no. I um, I think it was at. uh, Well, that's if that's true. Yeah. That's horrible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, maybe I'm just Twitter just getting upset over nothing real, but yeah. I, I had heard that from somebody that w- went through a program, and they didn't do it, uh, for what I recall. They, mm. they were just making reference to it. Um, so. But video games do are, have been employing a lot of psychological manipulation, too, because it generates a lot of revenue, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. Right. Um, uh, examples uh, I've witnessed are that at the very early age of, like, them like monetizing video games with in-game stuff is that they would sell cases of like different variants of like skins that you could use in game which would be like it'd change how an item would look but not affect how like it'd be used at all and there'd be different rarities of them and you could buy a case and you would have a chance to get a really rare one it was gambling and it's, it's right. gambling <laughs> for children but there was no legislation for this yeah. and so they just went ham on it and mm-hmm. they implemented it and a lot of people got sucked in and spent thousands of dollars mm-hmm. opening fake little like vending machine 
pop open toys, but in a virtual video game. And uh, the people that buy those in mass quantities were referred to as whales because they, they? Yeah, no, it was referred to as whales because it's the people that like dump uh, just crazy ludicrous amounts of money, thousands of dollars on mobile phone games, or in yes. some case like CSGO or like just mm -hmm. Xbox, PlayStation, computer, it didn't matter. Like they would just be marked as like, this yeah. is somebody that we could probably get to buy everything that we release. And Ugh. they referred yep. to in their marketing terms that way. Yeah. It's messed up. Wow. And so. then, then they would couple it with, uh, they call it fear of missing out or FOMO. Mm -hmm. And then they'd make it only available for certain times and events. So it's like double psychological. It's like you might miss out and you might not be able to get this cool looking useless digital thing on your screen. Yeah. And then you have to gamble to even get it in the first place. Wow. So yeah. you were talking about how um, counseling and therapy just kind of in, in group are becoming like more socially acceptable to either talk about or just kind of bring up in passing. Um, like with, with things like this, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, is there, I'm trying to think of how to, I can't think of how I'm gonna word this without sounding bad, so. That's okay. Just yeah. go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as I don't have to bleep it, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that like, do you see a lot of like parents trying to bring kids in forcefully to, uh, because of things like this? Where, because it's, I know you said it's illegal to not obey your parents, but uh, but the, <laughs> the whole the whole video game thing and like the social media and you said like it's acknowledged as addiction, uh, at least on the video game side, do you see parents like trying to bring in kids for stuff like this now? No. Not primarily. Okay. They might mm -hmm. encourage their child to come in because maybe the parents are divorcing, child's grades are mm -hmm. failing, no. um, problems with relationships, um, or just being, you know, rude to their parents. Mm -hmm. um, and that might be part of it, but never. I've never met anybody that just says, you know, my kid's watching too much video games. Yeah. Or is on social media too much. When yeah. people come in. Uh, yeah. What I've had, though, are people that have made some really wrong choices on social media oh. uh, or, gotcha. or texting the wrong person. And then all of a sudden their anxiety goes out the roof because someone's blackmailing them yeah. or et cetera. Yeah. Mm. When did you start at CDT or at CCC doing counseling? 2004. So you were able to kind of witness the rise of like this toxicity in social media. When yes, did that first correct. seem prevalent to you? Like, when did that start becoming more of like, oh, like, this is an issue that keeps reoccurring? When he joined Twitter. When he joined Twitter. <laughs> when he joined Twitter. Like, when he what is this thing? You. I need Back to make an account to understand. Yeah. Or maybe oh, more specific. Know. What were, like, some of the, yeah. what are some of the biggest, like, like issues like with social, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I'm just trying I to help, know. sorry. Uh, a lot <laughs> of, shut up. The catalyst, a lot of young kids yeah. um, getting on Facebook as a start. Mm -hmm. And then... Is there an age you have to be? I think it was 15. Supposedly, it was then they 13. fake it. 13? 13 for Facebook, but people, there was no yeah. checks. No. No. It was uh, It was always like uh, just a drop-down box with an age, and you could put. Right. That's why, like, some yeah. people are, whenever it first came out, it, like, registers me as, like, age 113 now or something yes. like that. Yeah. Right. We so, all did it. So originally, you know, young kids having Facebook, with them when you have iPhones, and then they have access to this mm -hmm. on their phone, that's when things really just change. It makes sense. Yeah. As, families and kids and isolation and mm. kids hiding things from their parents. I, I just didn't know if you had any early stories kind of related to that. Hmm? I didn't know if you had any early stories related to that at no. all. 
Nope. Not really. No. Yeah. Well, and while we're kind of talking about that, I yeah. wanted to ask you, and we kept going, like, why did you ask David specifically if he had a TikTok? <laughs> oh, yeah, why did you? You seem like he has an issue or something that's yeah. related to TikTok. Did you find my secret TikTok account? Is that what happened? <laughs> oh, I gosh. Did. Yeah. Very, oh, no. It's called Baker David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to hide it. I didn't think you guys would find it. <laughs> no. Oh, I just just messing with you. <laughs> oh, okay, I was just curious because I'm like I have an account. <laughs> I made one video. I danced to a. Uh, what was it? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, it was a Michael Bublé song. So we. <laughs> I'm not cool. <laughs> it gained we, no traction. We as Triflix are on social media though, and we do yes. TikToks yeah. and yeah. everything. <laughs> we yeah. do. You need to be. We do the TikToks. It's kind of yes. important for business nowadays for people yeah. to stay on the socials. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are shills. No, yes. <laughs> it's it's fascinating how um, having the right social media account can just grow your business too. Mm-hmm. The way mm. you yeah. can just grow a audience quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we I wouldn't say quickly, but uh, it can I mean, be quick. It can explode it, 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 out of nowhere. Like you can't engineer it to right. happen. Remember but we talked about the, huge the Excel girl. Oh yeah. yeah, she went. She started. She was literally on TikTok, only making like Microsoft Excel videos, like how tos, thirty second, short little yeah. sixty second videos. Within six months, she went from essentially nothing to six figures a month. A month. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I she's diversified since then, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's got mm-hmm. TikTok, but of course, what do you do? You get away from the platform and you go. You make your own platform mm-hmm. and you sell yes. through that. She's like, I'm looking forward to having my first seven-figure month very soon. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. There's lots of young people who become famous. I don't know how old yeah. the Excel girl was. I don't think I've heard of her until she's now. She's like our age. I mean, she's um, probably in her, well, sorry, my age, later 20s. But it's like you're oh, shining the spotlight on, <laughs> like, these kids. They could be, like, 15 or in their 20s, and they still have lots of room and time ahead of them to make mistakes. Right. And sometimes they do make mistakes, and that uh, – causes that their whole world to crumble down because the internet backlashes at them. Cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. Cancel yeah. culture. That stuff's and, scary though. Yeah. I mean, I've been a very big, uh, I don't know. I've been, I've been very big. Uh, I can't think of the word. Um, proponent. Proponent. Thank you for like being very careful about what goes on social media, mm. what lives out there. Um, did you hear rumors about people and stuff that you know? And there's a lot of channels out there to make yeah. money now on the internet. And it's like <laughs> Triflix only fans. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, you have to understand. It's just like with, I don't know if you guys saw when all that happened with Snapchat. Snapchat, when it was doing its thing, like, and it was at its height of popularity, like, mm. underage kids were sending pictures that shouldn't have been sent because they right. believed that it disappeared. Right. Yeah. But it continually lived on Snapchat's servers. So, mm-hmm. server Snapchat became like a huge host for yeah, they uh, just encrypted. You know? Yeah, they they own they when you sign up for a service like they own your information and it's yeah. like I don't know why but I had the wherewithal like as of all of that was coming up as a kid to go like I'm gonna be really careful about what I put out there because yeah. at some point I want to live a life where I can have a professional career. Oh my gosh, <laughs> people right. not come back and. Yeah. Go, oh, I saw this, you know, this was mm-hmm. something that was like way back when you got on Facebook, you know, because we all saw these things start yeah. from their infancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's that extreme like lack of like forgiveness too, not for like the underage things, <laughs> but like, I was like cancel culture in general. Like, um, yes, it's like they just latch onto that thing. And like once you make this one mistake, you're like never forgiven. They don't want to dialogue. Yes. No, they just want to be mad. Talk through and. <laughs> Talk through an issue and come to an agreement. It's just done with you. 
Yes. Yeah. Like you are a bad person. That's and you all you will are. Always now. be bad. Yeah. Well, that was like with the Joe Rogan Spotify thing. It was like as soon mm. as like the one thing kind of happened, somebody literally went out, scoured all his social media, and then pulled all the videos out where he had said some things that aren't good to say. Right. But still, yeah. it was like this is him now. Like he sucks. Yeah. Um, don't yeah. do any of it now. And you're just like, holy moly! But that's in his backlog. You know. Right. Yeah. You have to think about that. <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Oh, no. I'm just thinking about how messed up the Snapchat thing is now. That's, yeah. Uh, I know. You're like, oh, I send this picture, 10 seconds, it disappears. Look at this. No one can see it. Well, no. no. It's like, I mean. Well, people were getting busted by the cops for like drug deals and things because people thought they could get away with it, but the hmm. data still lived on the servers. And so they were letting them use that data to then bust people. Yeah. Well, and it's, like, it's yeah. like if you're both minors and then you send each other pictures and then years later you're not minors but you still have pictures of when somebody was a minor it's like i don't even know the legality of any of that like that's just i've uh, never even considered it because when yeah. you're when you're a minor you don't think about those things and when you're an adult you wouldn't do those things yes. so and it's like <laughs> so it's like i don't I, I don't know how all those gray zones work with like legality that's, that's super yeah. sketchy scott do you have a snapchat no no, Dude, we don't have a, a Snapchat username to throw in our description. No. <laughs> scooter, Sco- scooter guy, two thousand. <laughs> uh, Snapchat's kind of I don't know. Compared to everything it. else, I its growth rate it. declined. It's kind of dead now. I My just Snapchat like, was creepy. I just uh, like to use the filters. The filters. I only have it so I can put the filters on my seven week old. Yeah, you're, you're showing me <laughs> so some of those. Really funny. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Like the, the old man face. face. Yeah, no. she had like a smile with a full face of teeth, and mm-hmm. I was like, and she was crying, and I was it's like, creepy. this is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Creepy." You said, "Hilarious." Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. You might think it's funny. <laughs> oh goodness! Shoot, I feel like. I feel like that's been a, a good one. Do we have any yeah. more questions up? Fun well, questions? Well, I was going to say um, outside. So we've, we've, we've talked about your professional life. Um, one of the things that I noticed, there was only one video, but I'm curious. Um, there was a video of you playing guitar Oh, oh my goodness. with your daughter. With my daughter? Yeah. Pretty oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what it said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, now, Scott, <laughs> okay. I did my research. Okay. Okay. Um, so... Is that a, a hobby of yours? Yeah, I play guitar. I started playing in elementary school. Took lessons. Okay. Probably third grade, fourth grade, a couple of years, and then just played on my own since then, off and on through the years. So that was kind of the, the reason I brought that up is yeah. because most people also have a life outside of work. Right. <laughs> you don't. Try to. Yeah, right. We, we all kind of try, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not always obtainable, but. So I play guitar. I play piano. Um, mm. Don't play much anymore. Okay. Right? Uh, when we moved to our new house, there wasn't a good place to put the piano. We couldn't get it down the stairs, and so I sold it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I get that. And eventually get another one eventually. But, you know, all my girls, my wife's very musical. All my girls sing, can play different instruments. My three daughters are actually incredible when the three of them sing together. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, harmonize and vocalize. And, that sibling You know, harmony. I was just praying. I was just praying I wouldn't have a daughter that was tone deaf, you know. <laughs> that was just been, that was such a disappointment. Just ruin the whole group, you know, vibe. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't have Play your quartet. Play foster care or something, you know. <laughs> but oh, it's, no. always, it's always just, music has always just been really... Hmm. key in our family that's awesome yeah. yeah no that's a big deal on my side as well so that's why when i saw you with a guitar i was like hey scott plays a guitar sweet yeah. i played for my daughter chloe 
at mm-hmm. an open night mic at CB a couple times. Oh, that's cool. Um, just, yeah, lots, just different times through the years, different things. Well, mm-hmm. it's a nice thing, to, I think, to be able to pick up. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been very adamant. I'm like, these ladies yep. need to learn an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or sing or whatever, right? But yeah. something yeah. musical. Or at least expose them to... Um, knowing guitar or piano and give them the opportunity to take lessons. Right. Mm-hmm. No, force them. I hate the violin. I don't want to go anymore. Okay. We finally relented on that one. <laughs> but, and we saved money. Yeah. But, <laughs> true. But a lot of times it's good to let them, let them know that's an option. Yes. Learn. No, I just kind of place the things in the house. Like we have a piano. I don't play. I want to play. Sure. Um, mm. Don't have the time. Um, but, you know, then my, uh, my oldest was like, oh, can I check that out? Like, I want to play a little bit. And I was like, yeah, go just, like, feel the keys and, like, hear the notes and just get familiar mm. with it, you know? And I was like, you tell me. You want lessons? I'll take you. There you go. We mm. need a piano player, so. <laughs> we'll put the guitar. We should put the guitar just yeah. like, okay, you finish this off with a song. I got the <laughs> – it's yeah. right here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> my brother, my youngest brother played trumpet growing up. Okay. like – it's so different than guitar and piano. Oh, yeah. And somebody's blowing their trumpet in your house. You know, it's like, <laughs> not soothing. <laughs> yeah. But brass instruments are cool, though. They like, are cool. I kind of have. In the right setting. Y- well, yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that when you're first starting, that's probably as rough as, exactly. you know, the drum. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're like, right. <laughs> it's just loud noise. Right. Yeah. Well, one of our greatest fans of our podcast is titled Bugle Boy. <laughs> Good old Bugle Boy. Good old Bugle Boy. We love really? him. Our number one yeah. fan. My yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. He's the Bugle yeah. Boy. It's actually kind of funny. Did he play Bugle? Uh, he played the trumpet, but he played the Bugle a little bit in Boy Scouts because I think there was a Bugling Merit Badge or something <laughs> oh, like that. That's hilarious. Yeah. So <laughs> that's pretty I, funny. That might be the inspiration for it, but he's Bugle Boy. Bugle Boy and Scooter Guy. I thought maybe he was like in the military doing taps when someone died or something. I think in the Scouts, you do learn to do taps. I can see that. Yeah. It's probably... Having come in and play taps on the podcast. That'd be uh, awesome. I think we still have his trumpet, so... Okay. Yeah. We'll bring him in. <laughs> I was surprised. He'd come back as yeah. soon as we asked him. Oh, dude, it'd be like like uh, all those late night talk show hosts. We just have live music. It's him in the corner just <laughs> playing us out every yeah. episode. It's like I got time for a guest, and the, the guy comes out from the band and sits down. <laughs> it's just him yeah. with the just sad little corner back here. Yeah. <laughs> So is there anything else uh, that you do in your free time that you really enjoy, like hobby-wise, other than playing the guitar? Um, we travel. My wife and I, we like to travel. Okay. Three uh, weeks at a time? Just weeks at a time. So actually, this summer, I'm on sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will be gone for 12 weeks. Wow. And so we've got a couple trips planned in the middle of that. That's awesome. Yeah, we've traveled to Iceland a couple years ago. That was Ooh. amazing. Mm-hmm. If you ever get the chance, it's amazing. Great photography opportunities there. I was going to say, that's why I'd yeah. like to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like to travel, socialize, like have people over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just have a normal Dinner conversation. Parties, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fun. Do you ever feel like, you know, because of your profession, sometimes when conversations get started that some people are kind of like fishing for like, uh, help me, Scott. <laughs> you know, and not like, not like in a dire straight type of thing, but kind of like, Hey, you know, I mean, it's just like if somebody's a doctor, right? They're like, oh, I woke up the other day and my elbow's kind of cranked. Like, can you, can yeah, you, instead of me coming into the office, can you, yeah, just, uh, yeah right? Write like, me a script or something. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, Scott, you know, like I've been having these nightmares. Like, what do you think about this? Yeah. Oh, like I, a chiropractor. So, so if it's a friend, I don't mind yeah. to talk about it, you mm. know, if it's, because I've got, you know, 
close relationships that I want to be available. Right. If it's a gift I have, but strangers and people that you really oh. aren't close to that just really are just trying to suck it from you. Just you know. yeah. You're like, yeah. Mm. yeah, we're yeah. friends, right? We're friends. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yes, I'll talk are. to you later. Yes, we yeah. are. <laughs> well, actually, I was hoping now that you've met Cole, you could talk to him about it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is the intervention we've been planning. <laughs> yeah. Leading up to this one. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> you know, people have asked me, I'll say this. So, like, how do you separate work with your downtime or home? Mm-hmm. You know, and I've always been able to do that. I don't That's take awesome. A lot home. I don't know how I do it, but I just like worry about people mm. and just worry about situations. Of course, it might be in my mind, but I'm pretty good at separating it. Do you have somebody that you talk to? <laughs> as far as a counselor? I mean, the counselor's you know, I mean, counselor. I've seen a counselor before. So, so like, yeah. um, uh, you know, a couple episodes ago when we talked to John Bundick, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing what he does he sees things and needs to talk to people but he's also talking to people to help so you know it's just like anything like a doctor needs to see a doctor right um not to say that you need a counselor um but you know (laughs) i I would think that you do you hear a lot and probably experience a lot right so sometimes um you know so on one level i've got probably three or four guys that just extremely close to Mm -hmm. that i feel is a safe place for me in fact in fact a couple of them you know identified that everything's confidence and not that I share information about right. counseling, but my own struggles or what I'm going through that I totally trust. Mm-hmm. And this is the second podcast or second taping I've done with Tristan where his phone went off. I just want to say that. Was that yours? It, yeah, was, on, it was on vibrate. It was definitely yours. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought, but, I thought I had it all. Anyway, let me back up. We got to keep it going. So I've, I've got that place where I feel like I've got these this small number of friends that I totally trust. Mm-hmm. Also, um, are they covenant smart, friends? They are covenant friends. Oh, Tristan. That's a cool word. Good memory. Yeah. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mentioned it in, uh, in a sermon one time. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, and then also professionally, uh, most counselors are part of a supervision group. Okay. So that's where, without saying names, if you have a situation that's really struggling and you're trying to figure out how to move forward where you share confidentially with other counselors in that context for advice and moving forward which ends up also being how to set boundaries and how to take care of yourself okay so i'm part of a weekly group that meets yeah yeah i mean i understand it probably takes a special somebody to do what you do and so you're mentally prepared to take on that. But, you know, just like anybody, we're all human, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's Correct. just for us, people always want us to do video work for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens with our friends yeah. and family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, somebody's getting married. It's a <laughs> all-day thing. <laughs> yeah. That's where you say we give you the friends and family discount 3% off. <laughs> I like it. Write that down, Tristan. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. People are like friends and family, that's half off, right? Uh, uh, no. um, but I don't, you know, of course, it's unethical to counsel family for mm. me. It's unethical because we have a code of ethics. And, yep. and even people that are your friends, you shouldn't counsel. Um, and even if you have a relationship in some way, um, we have forms that we signed that basically states our relationship, like if we serve on the same board of directors for a nonprofit, will not affect the counseling relationship. So there's gotcha. always parameters that are set in place mm. okay. that we should abide by. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. 
Do you guys have any other questions before we move on to our last section here? Uh, I do not. Oh, I think that was However, good. I had an idea, so continue. Yeah. Continue. You want me to go to Would You Rathers? Would You Rathers. Okay. Uh, I'm, oh. I would happily entertain your idea. Continue. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I know. It's I am a, as well. That's just like, the topic scares me when I hear yeah. Bing bong. Let's go. No, so... Uh, disclaimer, like when I, <laughs> disclaimer, um, when I pick out the would you rathers while writing our outline, I cater them to who we have on. So <laughs> these are Scott ready. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, first question here. Um, and I will probably ask for some context as well for the answer. Sure. So we normally kind of go around the table. Okay. Um, would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life? I would rather have a rewind button. Okay. And, and why? Yeah, and why? Um, I think back of missed opportunities, um, maybe raising my kids, um, maybe relationships that I have with certain people that maybe I didn't give them enough credit <laughs> to go mm. back and have some conversations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That's it, rewind. Yeah, rewind. Okay. I don't have a lot of regrets, regrets, mm. but I think yeah. that would be an opportunity, be a great opportunity. Yeah. No, I get it. I think anybody would enjoy the opportunity to just even s- say that one extra thing that maybe you didn't have the wherewithal to, <laughs> to right. do. I understand. Right. I understand. Like, yeah. and decisions I made in college. <laughs> Definitely rewind those. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, what do you we, think, David? Yeah. Um, I I respect that my decisions have consequences. So I think if I had a rewind button, I would care a lot less about my decisions. In okay. the future? In the future. I see what yeah. you're saying. So you can kind of so do whatever and then rewind it. I would Maybe. rather have a you're pause. So smart. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, while we're all answering this question, yeah. Scott's like psychoanalyzing like yeah. your answer. He's like, oh. I had to go first. <laughs> yeah, he didn't <laughs> no, have much it. time to think. I had time to think over <laughs> what you said. Uh, and so I, th- I guess I would go with the pause button because then I could have time to just internally freak out about decisions in like a closed environment. I like that. Yeah. I'd like for that to be the case <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Cole? Me? Yeah. Uh, definitely the pause. Mm. Definitely the pause. That's an easy... I tend to... Uh, to act first, think second. So <laughs> be nice to just take just like that extra, just like pause and then be like, like what oh. should I say? <laughs> but would you remember to pause then since you act first? Um, I, at this point in my life, have <laughs> a long enough time now that I can make a quick little pause in there nice. and uh, find that time to maybe just be able to think a little bit longer. That's mm. all I sometimes would wish for. Just so. extra, mm-hmm. extra yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Tristan? Uh, just rewind. If I didn't make the right one, I'll go back. I don't need to pause. <laughs> it's like a pause, but I get extra oh. I get extra usability out of it. I gotcha. So. I'd like to make the right decision first. How about that? That's mm, the idea. That's good. Try. Try my best, right? I'll just go yeah. back and just avoid it. <laughs> avoid, avoid, avoid. <laughs> you the just walk button. out of the room. <laughs> yeah. I want an avoid I like the button. avoid button. <laughs> yeah. Like, Triflex never It's starts. like you skip 15 <laughs> seconds so you just don't even have to make the, the decision. You just, <laughs> just have to deal with whatever happens. 15 seconds forward. Just yeah. Like, I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, this one, a little less serious, okay. but I just still want to why. Okay. Um, would you rather be Batman or Spider-Man? Oh, my goodness. 
Hmm. Oh. <laughs> so those are two great superheroes. I know, right? Like mm. two. If I had to pick my favorite, I'm not a huge one. superhero fan. <sighs> no, I'm sorry, <laughs> Scott. Friendly neighborhood guy or like <laughs> nighttime vigilante? Uh, I kind of like. If I had to, you said if I would be one. Yes. Would you rather be Batman or Spider Man? Spider Man's got a lot of pretty cool gifts mm-hmm. and talents. It's true. And. uh his franchise is like making more money than Batman. <laughs> so that's, that's I don't know. Right? I don't know. The Robert I, Pattinson I, I didn't Batman. see the last. I, didn't see I the haven't last seen Batman. that one yet. I haven't either. Uh, I heard it was great. I have heard that as well, and it scares uh-huh. me. And yeah, you gotta see it. <laughs> the Dark Knight, though, was amazing. Mm. True. If, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Christopher Nolan, so. Yeah. <laughs> He's my guy. So Spider Man. Spider Man. Probably. Okay. Uh, I would also do Spider Man. Uh, I think. He's generally got a, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> better personality. Be- better personality for sure, yeah. It reminds me a lot of me. Uh, hmm. <laughs> oh, no. my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Batman is generally more on like the darker, sadder side of stories. Uh, and I don't want my life to be like that. I don't want my parents uh, I think to there's die. a lot of pain. <laughs> I love my parents. I think there is a lot of pain and suffering in Spider-Man's life, but there's a lot more hope, and I like that about him. Uncle Ben. Yeah, Uncle Ben. Spoilers. <laughs> and yeah, they should have like put in like how he died in the movie. I don't understand. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm yeah. definitely gonna go Batman. Oh, okay. But I've been a Batman fan since I was a kid. Yeah. I had a Batman room. So, did you really? Yeah, I did. Wow. It was like it was like a it was like a yellow color, and then I had like the posters from all the movies. Because call me a monster, but I liked the George Clooney Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, who, was, who was the Robin there? No, that wasn't that one, was it? No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, Robin, I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. I guess yeah. you didn't really like her that much. He was yeah. Jim Carrey. Uh, no, well, he was the Riddler. He was. No, he was in those movies. But Robin, I'm trying to think about who he was. I'll look it up while he gives us the Chris. answer. I can't think of his name. Farley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pratt. Yeah. The best Robin, Chris Farley. And he's a, he's a billionaire, so I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I think uh, Batman's got more money than Spider-Man, <laughs> and I would rather have more money. <laughs> hey! That's my That's answer. Right. There you go. Yeah. Hey, parents, buy Money. <laughs> I mean, either way, your parents are dead. And it's true. At least Batman probably has grandparents still, right? And an aunt. Somewhere. I guess, right? Well, he's got uh, the butler. Um, uh, yeah, I got a butler. Who needs got Alfred? Who? Alfred. Alfred. Alfred's like, yeah. Alfred might as well be his dad. I love you, Mom. Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell. Chris yes. O'Donnell. Yes. And I forgot that Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Freeze. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a classic. Are you cult classic? Yeah. So you're going to have to go back now. I have to watch that one. Oh, it's so bad. When you watch it now, it's so bad. You're yeah, like, wow. This may be a segue. I'm sorry. To no, you're good. No, it's the wrong Probably one of my most favorite movies ever is Joker. Oh, the, the more the recent, recent one? one? Yeah, the most recent one. Okay. Mm. A couple Ex- years ago. Some expand, people, my friend. About- some people didn't like it. Like, it was way too dark. But I thought it was fascinating that he did a, such mm-hmm. a great job with that movie. Is it because it was like a mental health like movie? Times in the theater. Does that, is it because it was a mental health movie? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just... I yeah. think a lot of people haven't given a lot of credit to that movie. Uh, I really okay. enjoyed the yeah. the unreliable uh, narr- narrative yes. that was in it. 
uh, because, I mean, I didn't really catch it all the way through because, you know, I was just try- trying to take in everything. But, like, towards maybe, like, the second act, I think maybe third act, I don't know. But you start to, like, understand, like, oh, like, I don't know if I can trust anything I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. And I, I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't seen it, so I'll have, have to add it to You should check list. it out. Yeah. yeah I watched it. it. It's very uneasy. Yeah. Yes. I think maybe like that's why. when he why. drops his gun in the children's hospital. Oh, <laughs> just, yeah. Just, just, I think I maybe know. that's why I was like, I don't know. Because yeah. it was like, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. I, I like movies was, that make well me done. feel happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. not a happy movie. <laughs> no, not so much. He laughs a lot. Stick to Pixar. I mean... <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. I smile the whole time. <laughs> he hears that music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I got one more for you. Okay. Um, I'll be back. You'll be back. Oh yeah. gosh, here we go. Yeah, I'll be back. Keep okay, going. Try not to trip over camera or anything. Of course. Um. Uh. So you can hear this too. Um. Would you rather eat dinner alone for a year? Or have to take showers at a public gym for a year. <laughs> what? I always got to have one that's kind of out there. Okay, Usually, showers at a public gym every day for a year. For a year, or yeah. eat dinner alone for a year. Yeah. This one comes from the list of impossible to answer. Oh well, if I had to pick, you have to pick. I'd probably just shower at the gym because I can't imagine eating dinner alone for an entire year. Okay. The gym have stalls. I mean, it's not a. <laughs> it's kind of I say for the context of everything, it's just one of those big open. Oh. <laughs> I want to hear David's answer first. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we got. I'm okay with eating lunch with people. <laughs> so I mean, you do have three. Yeah. You have two oh, other chances. Oh. Yeah. To eat with somebody. So I'm okay with uh, eating dinner alone. Could skip dinner because I could have two other meals with people, and I do that quite frequently that makes anyway. Sense. So I I would rather not have to go somewhere to take a shower. Also, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, that doesn't. It's more inconvenient for me to go to a gym to take a shower than just to not have somebody eat dinner with me. Yeah. So to me, that seems it was kind of pretty easy. David's David's <laughs> so super. Again, David's smart. He's super good at finding <laughs> the loophole of like right. the whole "would you rather." Like yeah. he finds instantly, like oh well, you know. <laughs> I'll just skip a meal. I, I didn't even think <laughs> about other meal. meals. That means that yeah. I could eat just a big lunch with lots of people. Mm-hmm. Every day. Yeah, just a little snack for dinner afterwards or something by myself. Yeah, only thirty yeah. percent of your meals are alone. I would skip the gym and eat dinner alone because David's <laughs> my guide. Yeah, but we'll get lunch together. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I, yeah. I, I no way, no way, no how. <laughs> I'd be one of those guys in there taking a shower with swim shorts on. <laughs> I'm not about it. <laughs> I was homeschooled too, so I never had to have that. I, I love my wife, and I'd be really sad if I couldn't eat lunch with her ever. Is that what the, well, that dinner. Wasn't the question? Dinner. Oh, dinner. Dinner. Okay. Dinner's the only eat thing. Meals Which? at all. Like, I love eating dinner with my wife, so. What's only dinner? So. That's a meal. Well, I know it's probably the only meal you eat with your wife. <laughs> that is. Because that's <laughs> the only meal I eat with my wife. Yeah, yeah. No, I would definitely. I don't mind. I used to, hmm. when I, I would work out in the mornings, I'd just shower at Planet Fitness every day. So it's like, You've done it. Yeah. It's not that weird. There you go. But these guys normalized it by the time we got around the room. So right. here's the thing. Now that uh, now we got through all our little questions. Got through all the little questions here. Before we uh, before I do a little outro, um, I, I was wondering if you could do us a little a little favor here. So you what? you mentioned you played guitar. Okay. And I was wondering if you could uh, maybe play us out for, for this episode. We usually have some pretty cool music. Would you be willing to play a guitar? 
You mean like fake? David, uh, Daniel, Daniel, yeah, bring it that guitar. There you go, bang it against it's the wall. It's probably out of tune. It doesn't matter because it's it, it's, uh, it's mostly in tune. It's mostly in tune. As long so as it didn't you get didn't too really cold. So you didn't really go to the bathroom. No, no, I didn't. I, we're just gonna put you in the curtain. Don't mind. So I haven't touched a guitar in like a good year. Good. <laughs> That's even better. I'm, I'm glad you're not left-handed. <laughs> Close enough. What do you want me to play? I don't know, just uh, whatever. Country? Well, uh, I hate country. Oh, down the Swanee River. Are you wanting... <laughs> I, how about if I play and David sings? Yeah. That is, <laughs> and you do your TikTok I dance, Cole. Cool. That, that's my request. <laughs> I don't like. know any songs. Uh, I don't know what, what song. This is really out of tune. <laughs> it could be worse. I think it sounds great, but I'm tone deaf. I could Check sing out of tune. Oh, yeah, let's see. Oh, we're good. Hey, all right. Yeah, just... Uh, oh, wait. So, so, so we um, do a little three chord, you know? So, what? GDC. Okay. We'll throw a little GDC on there. So, and you then, play guitar? I do. You just saw my chords. Yes. And named them. Yes, so. I do. I didn't know you played. This is mine. Oh, I'm, I'm and I made a comment how it's attitude. Sorry. No. <laughs> no. So, in, in all fairness, Scott, it sits on the wall in the office, which is a place that I don't live in. So, every once in a while, I have a tuner. I will tune it. And it's also a $150 Fender guitar. So, yeah. You got stickers. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's is the, it a whale? Yeah. Isn't that nice? Some, yeah. <laughs> So, what do you so want then, to so, so we can. Uh, hey, well, play. Unless there's, unless there's, uh, it, is there anything else that you would like to say before we work, before we do the outro? Got anything? Uh, um, we appreciate working with Triflix. Hey. The last couple of years with a lot of the videos you've done for us. Thank always you. do an excellent job. Aww. Easy to work with. Thanks, Thank you, man. Thank you very much. We enjoy working <laughs> with you as well. I, I, uh, we talked very highly of Scott specifically in the office. We like Scott mm-hmm. a lot. And uh, I said from the first get-go I, when I met you, because um, Tristan had been working with you for a while making videos, and uh, I yep. came in the picture later on. And I, yep. I, as soon as we left, I was like, Scott's a pretty cool dude. I was like, he's one of those like guys, guys. You're like, Scott's cool. Like I just want to hang out with Scott, <laughs> go get like some food, like or a beer, or a beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> So, so yeah, but thank you. Thank well, you. thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. It was fun. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Any promotions at Scooter Guy? Anything like that? Any? <laughs> <laughs> I like to plug my social media. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. CDT, no. d- don't they have a Twitter or some social media or CCC? We have an Instagram and a Facebook. Oh, okay. yeah. We deleted the Twitter. <gasps> ah. Because I didn't follow you back. Because you didn't follow me back. Oh. I said, life's over because David. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Where you are. Yeah, we just, I guess, with Community Downtown, we love what we do. Um, we have a lot of volunteers, which we really appreciate. Um, also, I'm on the board for TLM, which is Transformational Living Ministries, which mm-hmm. okay. we opened up about 14 months ago, our first sober living home. And we have three homes now, two for men, one for women, that are running close to capacity. Wow. And it runs on a pretty bare bones staff, mm-hmm. a lot of volunteer work. And so it's been it's been amazing to see how it's grown. Yeah. Mm. So if people are looking a way to plug into our community, TLM is always looking for volunteers. So Sweet. That's awesome. my plug. Uh, no, that's okay. that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and we'll make sure and we'll we'll link uh, the websites and the socials and things like that sure. in the mm-hmm. description. So 
Okay, so what I'll have you do is uh, we're we'll start with Tristan over here. Yeah. You can you can play your little three chord, and then we'll we'll sing out the outro. How about that? Yeah. The best we best we can. Do you so actually give, have lyrics that you're singing, or just faking it? We're gonna it. try to fake it, but we're just gonna say the things we normally do, but maybe more in song. Yeah, so, sing yeah. song. And do you want it minor or major? Major. Okay. Yeah, and you yeah. can give me that GCD if you're, or or GDC, however you want to do it. Either way. All right. Let me <laughs> let me let me fill it out a little bit. Thanks for watching the Triflix show. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you follow us before you go. Make sure you like, subscribe before you go. Um, We're online as Triflix LLC and Triflix Cast on Insty. Place to be. There you go. Uh, in all seriousness, uh, we love you guys. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. Um, Scott Hunley's been a great guest. He's uh, definitely helped us uh, as a business, as individuals. So it's all a pleasure having him on. Um, and uh, if you guys are interested, you can do all the like, subscribe things for whatever platform you're watching and reviews. If you've ever worked with us, Google reviews pretty teat. Uh, I can't say that. What can is we it? bleep that? I said neat. Pretty sweet. Sweet, neat, teat, whatever. Yeah. Is that explicit? Do we get no. flagged? No, we're good. You can't sing that. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Social media is in descriptions. Go like, do the things, follow the places. Uh, what else we got? Anything else? That's it. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. Have a good one. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs>